What makes a great solar business? How can you learn from the past and prepare for the future so your solar business thrives? We set out to answer these questions and more. My name is Nigel Morris and I'm the Head of Business Development at Solar Analytics. Welcome to Great Solar Business, proudly brought to you by Solar Juice. Well, hello, solar friends, and welcome back to another episode of Great Solar Business. This week, we explore even more secrets of great solar business and discuss the topic differentiation. How do you find it? I am sure I don't have to tell any of you that differentiation is essential in any business, no matter what type of business it is, and perhaps even more so in a crowded solar market. Sounds pretty straightforward, but it is increasingly difficult in the commoditized world of tier one solar panels and Wi-Fi enabled inverters that everybody seems to offer. So how do you find differentiation that cuts through? What techniques can you use to make sure that people can learn about your point of difference? To answer this question and more, I cajoled Con Flaherty from Green Energy Technologies in Queensland into joining us today to talk about his experiences. Con, welcome to Great Solar Business. Thanks for having me, Nigel. You're welcome, mate. You're welcome. Uh, thanks for taking time out of your day and uh, having a yarn with me. Let's kick off with a little bit of your story, mate. What's um, what's the history of green energy technology? How did your business come to be? And um, and and what are you doing up there in North Queensland apart from enjoying the sunshine? Yeah, well, we kicked off in late 2010. We started the solar part of the business. It was electrical and comms contracting business. In the Whit Sundays, uh, that was my sort of chosen place to move back to after being in the UK for six years. So I chose a spot where I didn't have any traffic and didn't have any change or variation in weather. Uh, yeah, me and a friend of mine kicked off the solar. Well, yeah, in, in in sort of that in that period, and we went just purely solar in 2010. Um, we sort of built the business out of out of that sort of local area, and then uh, moved into Mackay. Townsville and then into Brisbane just recently. So that's the sort of, uh, I guess, the, 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 the slow start into like a, the quick end 10 years later with four locations across Queensland. Wow, wow. So you, you've ridden the ups and downs of all sorts of changes in the market in 10 years, expanded your business and, uh, and four locations now. So you, you've, you've got yourself a, a, a great little solar company there. Mate, and, and, I mean, Queensland, apart from being a wonderful place to live, of course, um, shocking, uh, uh, rugby team, of course, but, you know, apart from that, um, one of the hottest solar states in the country with more than 800,000 solar systems installed now, which just blows my mind every time I had to check this the other day, but 800,000 systems installed and almost four gigawatts of solar predominantly on rooftops. Nice work there. Uh, you've obviously been pretty busy. Um, but it's also been one of the most competitive markets. Uh, when you kicked off your business, I'd imagine that, you know, like most uh, people who jump into solar, there's a pretty quick learning curve. And um, then you, you sort of go, woof, I've got to stand out from the crowd here. Um, how did you how did you approach differentiation? Did did you did you discover it pretty quickly that you were going to um, have to find a different way to to stand out? And and did your ideas work? Yeah, I think a couple of things. I think when we first kicked off, we we started doing the solar because we thought we could do it better than than some of the companies that were, that were around and, and that we were doing some sort of subcontracting for. And we thought we could 
definitely serve us better because we're just that's where we're getting most of our calls from, and that's what sort of led us into mm-hmm. it. Uh, but then our great sort of plans to differentiate in in an advertising way, it sort of fell flat on their face. We, uh, I think you know, as electricians, I think electricians, you know, when you're gifted your electrical license, you sort of get this a uh, little bit of a god complex, thinking you're a bit better than everybody else. <laughs> uh, so we just assumed all our ideas would be great, and our idea was to just give everyone whatever they wanted. So that was our spiel. And I think after the first couple of consults that we went into and we said, yeah, whatever you want, you can have it. And, and people just looked at us blankly and said, well, we don't know. Like, you should be telling us. So, so that, that sort of fell flat on our face. I don't know if that's any great info, but definitely not, not, not a good path to go down. <laughs> so that was our sort of uh, first point of difference uh, when we first started. So that didn't really work. But I think that definitely the servicing side and, and really looking after our, our clients and, and, and just showing that we cared was, was something that stayed with us for the whole 11 years. Yeah, nice, nice. And I, uh, before we came on air, we were chatting and I was looking at, uh, looking at the kind of persona that you've created around your business as well and some wonderful old YouTube videos uh, where you were really trying to, clearly trying to create a story and a, and a look and a feel for your business. And, and there are many ways you can create differentiation. You can, you can do it with, with price. You can do it with products. You can do it with how you distribute products or image or relationships, all sorts of things. And you guys, clearly you, you mentioned the service thing, but you also came up with an image pretty quickly with this, this really annoying guy called Electricity Bill who just kind of crashes on your couch and eats your popcorn and was just, you know, taking all the fun out of life. And, and, and you know, was that, was that one of the things that you twigged to clearly uh, early that, you, you know, you could differentiate yourself by creating a particular persona around your brand? Yeah, I think, yeah, when you mentioned the sort of um, the word journey, I think we've been, like I said, me and, and, and the business partner at the time, James, were, were sort of pretty heavily involved in, in rugby. I was a rugby union, he was rugby league, so we we're very team-focused and oriented and, and always on a journey, you know, every year. So I think sort of creating a journey for the business and getting people on board. We had a lot of bots from the footy teams, you know, working for us and things like that. Yeah. And we came up with those sort of, you know, everyone wanted came up with some ideas for ads and that was one of them, which was, uh, yeah, it definitely got a lot of play and, and sort of bring, bring, bring clients in on the journey as well so people could sort of get involved in it and, and had a bit of fun with it, which was good. Yes, at the time, I think we're just trying to create something a bit unique, and I think, yeah, we definitely got a bit of bit of following with it, uh, which was which was really good. Yeah, good one. Yeah, you were saying before, Bill, Bill's Bill's a bit of a celebrity now around town. Yeah, at, at, at his peak, Bill was sort of pointed <laughs> out by kids in the shopping centres, and uh, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely had a had a good stature around town. He's he's moved out of the area now, so he's so he's he's, he's on the down low uh, down in Brizzy. Yeah. Viral marketing twenty fourteen style. I love it. Yeah, uh, some guy called Bill with a singlet. Um, so lot, I mean, lots of solar businesses you know, obviously scrabble for differentiation all the time and, you know, using uh, traditional approaches is using uh, solar panel brands or inverter brands or, 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 you know, product brands, if you like. Does this, do you think that still cuts through? Is there a place in the market for, 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 uh, for your, your solar brands or your, your product brands to actually help you differentiate? Yeah, I think it does. I think, I really think it's it's if it, if the brand is something you believe in and it's and it's you've got a really good relationship with that brand and you feel that brand, you know, helps tell your story and it's part of your story. I do think it does cut through. I think it matters, uh, and and I think your belief in that product um, really does affect 
the way you come across. So, so mm. I think it does cut through, but I don't think necessarily the brand is 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 it should show your offering. I mean, and, and I guess that's where a lot of people sort of get get a bit frustrated when when people skip around with brands or, or after particular brands. I think if your story and that brand and and how that brand aligns with your business and and how you've sort of gone over 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 the history and going forward i really do think it 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 adds to the story but on its own you know just that brand then i guess you just you know anyone can just pick up a brand and run with it so i I definitely think it does but it's it's got to be something that you believe in and and that really holds with your story that resonates so true to me uh, because um, uh, I, I remember years and years ago being trained by one of the suppliers that used to supply the solar company I worked for and one of their sales guys came up and put me through a detailed training session and really, really taught me much, so much more about the product and the features and the benefits and everything else. And the next day when a, a customer walked into our showroom, I, I felt more confident. Um, I really believed in that product and that came across and blow me down if I didn't didn't sell one and I thought oh geez there you go that confidence really does show through and I think that's a large part of it right is is that customers really are relying on you and and this and and uh, the confidence that you show is going to help build confidence in them and then of course the other point that I that I think you made which was really great is so much of this is about telling a story right and and about you know why you feel like or, or how you're going to be able to deliver on your promise using these products or using these brands, right? Yeah, hundred percent. And I, and I think if you if you've got that sort of you know that 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 belief and you've bought into what you're what you're trying to deliver, you know your solution, and 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 you can take someone on that ride with you and be exuberant, excited about it, and, and deliver a message that's that really cuts through, and they can see that coming out of you. That that's that's really like I said ninety percent of 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 sales if, for, from our mm. perspective. You know, if you, mm. if you have belief and you're and you're on a journey, and you're going somewhere, and you can take someone on board that ride and keep that momentum. Uh, the sales journey is, is an enjoyable experience for everybody. Uh, that's that's really where we try and focus in in house and and trying to get everybody, you know, with that belief in what we do. And if if they don't have that belief, you, you can see it in in you know in the ability to sort of you know pass that on to our clients. You can, can't you? I, I, I told a story uh, last year about buying a car and how the sales guy completely miffed the whole pitch to me and I just walked away we walked away from the sale because not because I didn't want to buy the car but because I this guy didn't believe what he was telling me and it was so obvious so yeah it's 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 I love the I love the point about having confidence in in what you're offering and obviously there's a lot of work behind that but and how do you how do you get that message across around differentiation con you know is it just about advertising is it a great youtube video is it something else? You know, how do you, how do you what do you think really works to get that differentiation story across? Yeah, I think it 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 is a really it's a hard one to to I guess portray or or to, or to describe because when when you say differentiation or, or you talk about this space, it's sort of like a marketing space. You know, is where where most mm. people, my mind jumps to. Yeah, and most people think about you know your 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 YouTube ad or your your Google or your Facebook or your, your TV quick quick hit and, and you know, the information coming across in that in that quick little bite. Yep. Um, but the the 
I mean, the initial interest is 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 I guess ge- generic almost across across the industry. There, there might be some sort of more you know savvy people that are looking over a longer period of time that might see more of your info where that can cut through in in regards to those digital spaces or, or you know radio and things like that. But where it really matters is 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 in the people, you know. So mm. if you if your if your team are able to to bring that across, and like I was saying before with that with that passion and, and they can bring that, that's really the differentiation. I mean, the the items matter, don't get me wrong. I mean, you, you know, your, your value proposition mm-hmm. and your, your features and your benefits and all of those types of things matter. Yep. But they don't matter as much as the way they delivered. And, and like you said before, you know, sometimes, sometimes, you know, when doubt creeps into a decision process, it's generally through, you know, through the insincerity or the, or the you know, the non-belief or the confidence of the person delivering it, you know, and, and when you put something down in black and white, it's 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 generally can't be questioned, but it doesn't have any emotion tied to it. It doesn't have the story. It, it's it's it, it, there's no momentum. But when people deliver it, that's really where it matters. And I think that's like I said. I mean, sales and training people on how to sell themselves, you know, sell their idea. I think sales has a bit, has a bit of a sort of a you know, a, a disappointingly negative view in the solar industry, I, I think, because mm-hmm. a lot of trades people, you know, and myself included, you know, come across from an from a from a technical background where sales is a bit of a, you know, a slimy sort of yeah. area, you know, used car yeah. salesman sort of thing. Yeah. But but I I do feel that you know that 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 point of difference is is really in the ability for those those people to to to, to put across a genuine product offering in a way where they're confident and they can keep the confidence of the client. And that that's really where I think the biggest difference that anyone can make in their in their business because everyone should have their own unique offering and how they believe, you know, that what they want to do is delivered. And 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 if you can say that and it's got cut through and you say it well and confidently, that's where it happens. I mean, the marketing and all of that type of stuff can help, but I really do believe it's the people that make that, that get the agreements I, I just don't think you know you can get it all with that little those little bites in the advertising and things like that it's it's really the, the you know the people inside your organization whether that's just a one-man band in yourself or or you know a greater team you know like like we've got 50 now like they, they've, they've got to have that belief yeah. and be able to pass that message and that's really where your cut through is i love it i love it uh, yet again uh, the strength and the value of people in businesses uh, comes right, bubbles right to the top as something that's uh, that's so absolutely critical. Um, mate, let's take a breather and hear a message from our sponsors. Solar Juice is Australia's leading solar distributor, providing complete residential and commercial rooftop solar component solutions. Solar Juice aligns themselves with brands that share their values of service, support, quality and value for money. Like their panel brands, REC, Hyundai, Trina and Longy, their inverters, SMA, Fronius and SunGrow, along with the Tesla Powerwall battery. Check out solarjuice.com.au and let SolarJuice help you become a great solar business. Great Solar Business is also brought to you by Solar Analytics. Get more from your solar, more confidence, more savings and more insights with solaranalytics.com.au. And thank you to our sponsors. We uh, wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. Thanks uh, for the awesome support, guys on and girls, on uh, supporting Great Solar Business. All right, Con, great intro and some great conversation about what it takes and different ways that you can build differentiation. But let's shift gears to the future for a moment. You've described what you've done and some of the lessons that you've learned. Um, but 
how do you imagine you'll be differentiating in the future? Is it is it about staying ahead of the curve? Will, do you think it's the, the same sort of core principles of, of differentiation are going to stay the same for you, or or is it going to dramatically change? What do you what's, what are you feeling, mate? Where do you think it's going to go in the next few years? Next few years, I don't I don't think overall it will change greatly. I, I, you know, I really do think that the I mean, even though we call it the solar industry, I, I do think it's we where savings is is really what we do. You know, we sell savings and, and we, we assist in savings. So I think that mm. is really the core of what our product offering is. And I, and I think anything that delivers on that is is really where we're going to be headed um so that's that's sort of where our focus still remains and i think it will be there until i'm sort of proven proven different in 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 sort of you know how how our sort of um product gets taken by the market so i think it'll be more of the same Mm -hmm. but it's always for us it's always about you know delivering on savings because i think that's really with the the core product that we're offering so if 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 something better uh moves into that space then you know, a different way that the power is charged, you know, that, those types of things. That's, that's different, probably... Different way to find savings in a solar system, for example. Yeah, or, yeah. 100%. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's where the move is. But there are some things in there, but it, there's still like that bulk thing. I mean, with the solar and the rebates and, that, and the popularity of it, that's still where we're going to be for at least the next couple of years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 again thinking about the next, you know, year or two, you you and I have chatted previously about, you know, technology changes and and which products seem to be bubbling for the surface and doing the doing the job that you need them to or whatever else. Um what what are the changes that you're seeing in from a technology perspective and how does that play into how you think you might be able to differentiate in the next few years? Yeah, I think I mean, obviously, your space, Nigel, is somewhere where I think there's going to have to be a shift soon to some monitoring and automation side of things for for a smarter grid. I think that's something that should have happened a while ago, you know, and and it's quite a – it's a frustratingly slow space to watch. Uh, So there should be some movement in there, at least in automation, and and, and you're seeing it in a lot of the product offerings now with, you know, like Zigbee sort of, you know, uh, auto connect stuff where you can turn turn your bits and pieces off in your house and automate and then in you know, your electric vehicles and things like that that's there, there will be a lot of movement pretty quickly once those levers get get sort of set up on in the market uh, so I think there's a lot in that space I think anyone in in the space now should be putting a bit of effort into watching that and, and keeping on top of it because that's going to move pretty quickly I think Yep. Yep. Um, what's what? And we've talked about that with with a few installs. What's your, you know, in in your territory, mate? What what's the one that's standing out for you? Is it is it just batteries adding storage? Is it is it EVs? What's what's the one that's kind of bubbling to the surface for you? Is the one that you think you're you're kind of most optimistic and excited about? What's the tech angle that you see coming? Oh, I think like. It, it, it's speaking to the market, it's it's still it's still it's still the saving side of things. So they're still sitting and waiting and looking at the stuff. And I, and I think even you know even with solar in the early days, a lot of people sat back and watched. So I think any new tech, people sit back and watch. I I, I yep. really do think probably not in the next couple of years, but probably going forward, I think subscription services, not not for solar, but for electric vehicles. I think that's you know like a mobile phone plan, but you'll have that for your vehicle. I really do think that's where it's headed. Oh. So your, your your energy will be, you know, people will be asset banking electric vehicles and the ability to be able to plug them into the grid. I just think that's such a huge space where companies can really take, ben- you know, some huge benefits out of those individuals. So I think, you know, your future, in my opinion, will be those 
you know, we might become more of an integrator for that sort of bigger asset management of, of your batteries, your battery vehicles, your cars, your solar, those types of things. And that's that's a space where I think it's 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 headed, probably not in the next couple of years, but that's sort of a longer term. It's coming along. It's coming yeah, along. Yeah, I think oh, that, so. Yeah. I love it. And that, that's a perfect wrap-up, a uh, little segue to the wrap-up question, which is always, you know, what's the most controversial prediction? And I have to say, Con, I, I'm, I'm, um, I'm blown away. I haven't had anyone else come on and say, subscription services that's where i think it's really gonna really gonna head towards that's your your sort of controversial prediction for where where you might need to how you might need to prepare we're using your crystal ball for the next few years eh? yeah look i, I do I, I just think that's that that's really a, i mean you know, delivering a product on the roof that doesn't really have any ongoing services i mean just in the solar space i mean we're, we're in at the moment and then you look at the future of the grid and what it's going to have to do and i think you know, and 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 I, and I do think there'll be bigger players running in that space. I, I think it's going to be hard for the for for smaller people to, to be doing a subscription service for, for electric vehicles and assets at that at that magnitude. But I do think there'll be definitely integration and partnerships and things like that available. That's yeah, yeah that's that's where I'm sort of I would assume. When I mean, you look at Netflix and, and places like that, they're, they're the ones that are really huge revenue drivers, and it's, it's really a move for businesses to move into those subscription. You know. Spaces and, and I think that's where yeah possibly AGLs and Origins and, and might might look to move into those spaces. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it, it's um it's always a trick, isn't it, to try and guess how consumers are going to behave? And of course, Queensland consumers are a little bit different to others. Uh, and 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 you were you were talking to me about how since you've um, moved down and opened a a new store in Brisbane, you've, you've noticed some differences perhaps in how you need to differentiate in the, in the Southeast Queensland Brisbane market compared to what you would do in North Queensland, right? Yeah, look, it is. It has been a, it's, it's a definitely a learning curve moving into a, a bigger market. And I think we've, we've got a huge imprint in North Queensland, you know, big fish, small pond almost, you know, in, especially in the Whit Sundays, quite a small, small town and we've been here for a long time. So yeah. to, to move into a space that we're, we're almost unknown and, 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 and and start fishing around in those spaces, which is quite a. Don't get me wrong, Brisbane's a quite a competitive market with some great, great companies down there. Uh, yeah, so but but it is a bit different because we can't lean on our sort of history and, and and name down there. So we've had to really look at different ways of doing things. You know, different ways to advertise, like different type of uh, person to market to versus yeah. our existing sort of you know sort of broad marketing. We're looking for sort of neat, more niche sort of marketing opportunities, uh, getting out, out of that sort of three sort of quote space and people that are doing a lot of research on the internet. We're looking at sort of more individualized, yeah, experience yeah. and trying to target that. So yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been challenging, but interesting. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's, a, it's a good learning curve to be in a, in a competitive space with a lot of good players. It's it's a great point that you know different markets even within the same state different marks requ- markets require different differentiation strategies right you got to find a different way to cut through to appeal to different types of consumers and to to differentiate against different competitors that you might not have been uh, been been competing with previously uh, so um, that's a that's a great insight and tell me do you just to wrap up uh, do you think uh, do you think bill uh, electricity bill will work down in the Brisbane market, you think it resonate down there? I love him. Yeah, I think. Oh, look, we do get a bit of play with him on on uh, on YouTube. It's it's tricky that we did a bit of TV advertising with him up here, but it's very expensive down in southeast Queensland. Like, I don't think we're in that uh, market yeah. where we can sort of push that. But yeah, they still get a bit of play on on Facebook and YouTube. So yeah, I think Bill and Bill is around in Brizzy, so we might throw a 
Joe Singlet on him and do a bit of a spot spot the bill competition or something in an area <laughs> once we get a bit more a bit more imprint it. down in Brizzy. I love it. He speaks to he speaks to me. He speaks to me, that's for sure. <laughs> I love his message, mate. Good job. Con, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show, but sadly we're out of time. Um mate, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Nigel's been fantastic, mate. Appreciate yeah. it. Good on you, mate. Well, friends, that's a wrap. My name is Nigel Morrison. I'm Head of Business Development at Solar Analytics. I hope you picked up some good tips on how to build a great solar business, and I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Great Solar Business was brought to you by Solar Juice, Australia's leading solar distributor. Solar Juice aligns themselves with brands that share their values of service, support, quality, and value for money. Check out solarjuice.com.au and let Solar Juice help you become a great solar business. Great Solar Business was also brought to you by Solar Analytics. Get more from your solar, more confidence, more savings and more insights with Solar Analytics.